Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of our Mobilized podcast. I'm Madalina Yeager, and I'm a postdoctoral researcher working in Mobilize. The theme for today is active living, and we have a very special guest with a vast experience in this area. His name is Jens Trollsen. Jens has led the Active Living Research Unit since 2013 and is currently the head of the Sport Science and Clinical Biomechanics Department at the University of Southern Denmark. Welcome, Jens, and thank you for accepting our invitation. Thank you. So can we start by um, talking a bit about your background and your journey in promoting active living? Yeah, for sure. How long? time does we have because <laughs> I had a long career uh, but it actually started out with uh, writing my PhD back in 2003 uh, where at, uh, at that time I wrote about how to uh, promote uh, cycling as transportation. Uh, uh, it's a subject about extra transportation so that from, the, from then on uh, my interest started in this area here and then and, and there's a, a postdoc and uh, assistant professor and associate professor and lately as professor i slowly got into the, also the international research field uh, about active living and uh, started the as you mentioned in your introduction the active living research unit back in 2013 and from then on we have uh, growing uh, rapidly with the research in how to promote active living, uh, meaning how to promote physical activity as part of everyday living. So uh, that was the short version. Thank you for that. You had a long journey indeed that you, you tried to, to condense um, very well. Mm. Um, can you tell us what is understood by active living? I know you mentioned a little bit, but can yeah. you tell us more? Active living is about how we can integrate physical activities as our life. It's when we are at work, when we are uh, going from A to B, it's in our leisure time. It's about also what we do at home, uh, it's, it, it, how, how physical active we are when we are uh, at home and in our home. Um, because it is as it is now, you know, uh, physical inactivity. The prevalence of physical uh, of physical inactivity have been progressing so fast. So this uh, area of research is developed uh, upon this burning platform. You can say that we should do something to prevent the the prevalence of physical uh, inactivity, and that is the answer to that is active living, uh, meaning that it's not it's not about sport. Uh, it's more about how to, to be on the move uh, in your everyday life. I understand. Um, so it has a preventive role, but actually also to um, enhance health, to, to promote health, I, I guess. Hmm. It um, is, it is. And um, I read a report that you developed for the Danish Health Authority in uh, 2019. Uh, that is looking at the impact of urban design on physical activity. And I was wondering if you can talk about some of the factors that are associated with physical activity in the urban environment. I can, for sure, because it's, it's a very, you can say, integrated part of, of active living research. 
uh, is a focus on the surroundings. Uh, how is the how is the urban plan? How is the nature? Uh, how is uh, the possibilities around you where you live? Because what we have found, uh, and that is also found in international studies, that there is a closely association between your local uh, neighborhood and how physical active you are. So it's a matter of uh, opportunities you have in your everyday life, and it it may it maybe be common sense. Uh, at least for a Dane, because uh, you can go uh, on a bike because there is a uh, uh, bike uh, infrastructure. We have uh, biking lanes all over the uh, the country, but uh, but that is not the picture when you go to the UK, for example. There you don't have the same opportunities going on a bike as you have in Denmark. So that is, you can say common sense, that is for one reason that we go, we use our bike much more compared to our British fellows. So, um, so our research have, have documented that it, it, it matters how our uh, local uh, environment is created, how, it, how the infrastructure is, is developed, uh, because uh, it, 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 it means uh, opportunities for, for being active. So, so uh, that is um, much of our research have, has been about uh, documentation of of the quality of your local uh, neighborhood and how it is associated with how physical active you are. Are you suggesting that um, the environment can um, actually facilitate people being uh, more physically active? It can, uh, for sure. It can motivate you to be more physically active uh, because if you can, if, if next to your door there is a, a, a urban green space, a park, with a lot of facilities, then you're of course motivated to do to do to to use it to be uh, on the move there. Uh, and the opposite uh, example: if there is isn't any opportunities outside your door, where then to go? You couldn't go anywhere. There is some extreme uh, examples in 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 US, for example. There is no uh, possibilities uh, to to go anywhere except to the, the fitness center or the gym there. And there you need money to, to go there. So, so it's only the rich people who have the opportunity to, to, to be physically active in these areas. So, so this is the extremes. And, 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 and that uh, we, we maybe don't think so much about it, but actually it's, it's, very, um, uh, it's very much integrated in, in our opportunities in our everyday life how our no local community is uh, is created. Of course. I ca uh, came across something called walkability or bikeability. Do you want to explain what that is? Yeah, uh, that is an, uh, an index saying how uh, activity-friendly is your local neighborhood. And uh, it's also part of an international uh, measurement uh, where you can develop uh, different kinds of walkability uh, or bikeability scales, uh, and that uh, these uh, bikeability scales and walkability scales is dependent on the road uh, infrastructure, the, the the number of destinations close to where you live, and it also uh, part of the calculation of uh, these uh, index is also. Uh, distances to to urban green settings etc so it's uh these uh, walkability index it's uh it 
it it it gives you the possibility to 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 make analysis of your city how walkable it is and uh, several studies have documented that if you have a local uh, uh, neighborhood with high walkability uh, then you also are more, much more physical active there compared to local uh, environments where the walkability is slow so this this has been documented in, in in big studies across many many cities so it's the same picture we find all over the globe we have been part of a, a study uh, published in the lancet where uh, 14 different cities was part of this uh, walkability uh, study and you you find the same uh, the, the same pattern in new zealand in the hong kong in brazil in mexico and and in aarhus Uh, that was the Danish city part of that study. Right. Is this also an opportunity maybe to improve the walkability in, in places? Exactly. That is the next step. So you can say, you can go to your your city planner saying that uh, in this uh, local area, the walkability is low. So you should maybe take a closer look at, at the, the, the path infrastructure or the 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 number of urban green settings, or maybe you should uh, build a, a bridge for pedestrians across this very busy road uh, so you can have a better connection between uh, your your living areas and your your urban green areas. Um, so yeah, it's a, it, it gives you the possibility to, 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 to develop a planning tool. Hmm? Yes. <laughs> And I was wondering, uh, what are some of the things that influence the level of physical activity among older adults? Yeah, it, they're it's different in different age groups. Yeah, because uh, uh, it, it and, and it is different if we compare children, adults, and and senior citizens. Uh, because uh, when it comes to senior citizens, they are of course have some uh, impairments. They are not a Uh, they are not uh, as, as as quick as a, a teenager, for example. So, so uh, many cities in with many senior cities citizens have, for example, um, uh, give uh, extra time to cross the road. Uh, you can regulate that, you know, with your traffic regulation. So you have a green man for let's say 10 extra seconds, and that makes a big difference when you're if you are a slow walker uh, so and th then that gives uh, also the citizen th this perceived safety in cities that they know they can get along they can cross busy roads because in this city there's extra time to 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 do the the, the crossing so there's a big difference there and uh, when it comes to small children uh, it's very much a, a, a much about um, what we call independent mobility So it should be possible for, 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 for youngsters, children to go on their own to the, their own destination. So in these areas, uh, traffic safety is, for example, very important. Of course. And I know that you're very committed to ensuring that your work has an impact on public health. So you prioritize um, applied research. Um, can you tell us um, about some of the projects or interventions that uh, you're part of? Yeah, uh, again, the short version, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, because we have been part of uh, different kinds of uh, urban developments uh, where we have uh, given input how to 
as we talked about before, how to increase walkability. Uh, we have also done uh, quite a lot of studies on schools where we have uh, tried to develop uh, better uh, schoolyards for children, uh, giving the, the, the opportunity to, to be more physical active when they have uh, recess, uh, where we have based that on, we have done uh, you know before and after studies, and we can see that if you improve your schoolyard and you have put much more uh, activity facilities in your schoolyard, then of course the children is more physical active there. Um, we have also done uh, several uh, park studies, looking at what is the preference of urban green settings. What do young people prefer? What do senior citizens prefer? That is not the same. So we have also done that these kind of studies and uh, also in more uh, nature-like settings. Uh, we can also, we have done several studies about uh, the importance of, of, of uh, tracks. Uh, you should go from A to B, uh, not the shortest way, but in the most, the best way you can say. And there it's important to have tracks uh, for, for, for walking, but also of course for, for mountain biking. Uh, that is an also, uh, yeah, some examples of the studies we have been doing. Thank you. It seems that you're targeting uh, different groups and uh, taking into account a lot of these factors from the environment. Um, I came across something called Denmark in Motion. Do you want to tell us more about that? Yeah, it's uh, one of the the biggest studies uh, my colleagues are at the moment doing. Uh, it's a national uh, big, big uh, survey uh, where, with questionnaires to more than a uh, little less than half a million Danes. And uh, my colleagues are at the moment uh, analyzing these data, but it gives you an impression of what uh, the Danes um, uh, prefer when it comes to be uh, active, uh, when it comes to be physical active. Um, and and that, that there is a difference, of course, uh, depending on which municipality you live in. So the, the idea with this um, uh, big project is to uh, give guidance to the municipality on what to do if you want to um, motivate your citizens to, to be more physical active in their local uh, neighborhood. Thank you. So um, it's not only about gathering knowledge, but also helping the municipality. So it has a, an applied focus, so to say. Exactly. That is uh, most of the active living research has this applied focus because uh, we want to uh, yeah, be part of the health promotion as well. And, and, and our knowledge can, can promote that. Thank you. Now we're getting to an end. I wanted to ask you if you have a take-home message for people who want to be more physically active in their own environment. Yeah, my take-home message would be that uh, uh, every move matters. So you don't have to be uh, to to have spotting close on. You can just uh, be physical. Uh, Whenever the possibility is, is, is giving to you, it can be the stairs, it can be the, the bike, it can be walking. Um, if you're at work, for example, why should a meeting be sitting around a table? It could be, we are developing uh, at the moment here at the University of Southern Denmark guides in uh, walk and talk uh, meetings, for example. So my take home message would be 
integrate physical activity in your everyday life. It's not that difficult when it comes to it. That's a very important message. Thank you. So Jens, thank you very much for taking part in this podcast. And to all of those uh, who are listening, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And until next time.